Brandy. What's up? This is a big app. One zero zero. One hundo right here. We did it. I can't believe it, honestly, that the people have stuck around <laughs> to hear us shoot the shit for a hundred weeks. I know. That's more of an indictment on our listeners' craziness, really. Honestly, it's true. What are you guys doing with your lives? <laughs> but you know what's funny is that we've had this podcast so much longer than like everybody else that I know that's got a podcast. Mm-hmm. And it took us so much longer to get to 100 than everybody else. That's because we started slow. I know. For the new YFTers out there, we used to do this show just kind of whenever we felt like it. Yeah. Like once a month at best. Yeah, I can't believe we, we are. We made it to a hondo. You know, we were supposed to. The, the idea was I was kind of slow playing it, being like, I don't want to do a live show. Like, no one's going to show up. But in my mind, I was like under promise over deliver. That was kind of my thought on it. Oh, totally. Yeah. And for the 100th episode, I wanted to do like a big live show and like meet uh, all these YFTers out there. Oh, and so sick. And now. Nothing. We freaking can't. You know what we could do? What? We could do a Zoom with the YFTers. Can you have a Zoom call with a thousand people? I don't... You really think a thousand people would get on to hang with us? Yeah. I <laughs> um, do. You can't have a thousand, but you can have quite a few. Like hundreds. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do that. I, I got nothing to do every day. Yeah. Tish and I are trying. going to try to do one on Thursday. So I'll let you know how it goes. And if it goes decent, then next week we can do one for YFT. Okay. That sounds like fun. That sounds good. Yeah. I need you guys to DM us and tell us, A, would you hang with us on a Zoom? And B, what time of day is best? I know. That's going to be so many different answers. Well, I think we got to well, be like, it's we'll going to be this time. The cumulative roundup number, you know, and we'll just, I'd love to see what the people, I like to know what the people think. Okay. I know. That's just a lot of messages to go through. Nah, it's great for my engagement. <laughs> I guess that's true. How is your quarantine going? It's going, you know? Um, same, same. I haven't been doing anything different. I'm really upset because I've been doing these IG Live DJ sets. I've done two. Yeah. And I was getting excited about making it a weekly thing this last week. Yeah. I got frozen. Instagram froze me because playing. I'm playing music. Yeah. I'm devastated because I just don't know what to do about that. Well, start making your own, cutting your own tracks, bro. Well, the thing is, most of what I play is all right there. It's remixes. It's not just like the actual song. Yeah. So I was a little shocked I got flagged for it because I'm not really playing like radio music. You know, I'm not playing like songs from an album. I'm playing stuff I find in music pools and download and they're all like remixes. So. Yeah. Very upset. Going to talk to Instagram about it. Apparently, there's a way to get whitelisted so you can play music. So I'm going to work on that. All right. Well, if anyone out there that listens to our show works for Instagram, help Brandi <laughs> out. All right. Holla. Yeah. Holla at your girl. Were people yeah. going to that? Like, were people going to watch that? Lo lo I th here's my thing is like live, like actually watching it live with me. No, but then it can live on your story for 24 hours. And that's where you get most of the views. It's a cool concept. And there's also a part of me that's like, can you imagine being like drunk quarantining alone in your apartment and like watching on your phone? Just like, yeah, but people are doing that. Oh, no, I know. It's just we live in a sad world right now. Oh, we do. I know. It's really crazy. Do you want to know what's really sad about just my life? Do tell. 
Okay, so you know I built that golf simulator. Oh, yeah. How's it going? Not good. Did you break it? I broke something. I fucking pulled my back out. Oh, my gosh. I know. The mo- you are old. It's, it's, first, it's, like, it's like so white and so old. I pulled it in my garage playing golf on my simulator. I got drunk one night. Every night, still drunk, probably drunk right now, to be honest with you. I don't even know anymore. I don't. I can't even tell the difference between sober and drunk anymore. <laughs> so I was drunk one night, and I think I played like two, two or three rounds. Like, just was like, fuck it, we're going crazy. And the next morning, I was just walking up the stairs. I didn't like, it wasn't like I tried to lift a box of rocks or something. I was just walking up the stairs, and just like one step, just like, oh, like, I just, you know, those little toys that if you stick your thumb up, it's like a little human that's like kind of like controlled by wires. And if you stick your thumb mm. up on the bottom, oh, yeah. it just goes blah, blah, blah. like that's what I, I just crumpled to the ground. I was like, oh, it, it was just a step. It was one step. <laughs> this is how it ends. Dude. And I was like, what the fuck just happened to my back? So now my back is just fucked. Fucked. Well, use that Theragun, you know? Oh, I've been Theragunning it up. Like crazy. And then I got one of those like ball roller things that you like roll your back on. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Well, if you go look, watch Sarah's story, it's just she did it the jerk move, did it me. And I was just like, I'm like, like dying on this thing. So Yikes. you're at a quarantine low, is what you're saying. I am. This is what rock bottom looks like, guys. Yeah. Throwing your back out <sighs> um, in your 30s. I know. Well, I'm very excited about the 100th episode of YFT because we are going to have on the show a little bit later, Lexi Brumbleback, I don't know how to say her last name, from Cheer. One of our favorite shows, our favorite person from one of our favorite shows. She's my favorite. She's my favorite person on the show. Was she your your favorite? I liked her and I liked Jerry. um, Yeah, Jerry. So I'm excited to have Lexi on. I'm excited to do some vaping with her. I'm excited to <laughs> I'm excited to talk to her about Navarro Cheer and who was the runner up in the nineteen ninety-seven uh Daytona championships. And if she doesn't know, she gotta do burpees. She could probably crush some burpees. Oh my god. She's so fit. And so I'm very excited to have her on. She's my favorite person on that show. And uh, yeah, so should you, you want to start the the old show here? For- oh, yeah. I almost was just going to dive right in without even an intro. I know. We should do it, though. Who wants to do the 100th, you or me? I think it's your turn. Really? Yeah. All right. Bros and hoes! You're listening to Your Favorite Thing Podcast with... Wells and Brandy. Buckle in, boys and girls. This is the episode that no one thought would ever happen, but here we are. You're listening to us for the hundredth time. Yeah. What does that say about you? I got a lot of things, I got to be honest with you. I kind of do, too. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's nothing compared to you since, you know, you just have so much free time. But I do for me, I have a lot this week, I think. Okay. Why don't you start? Okay. Let's start with. Outer Banks. Okay, so you talked about this a couple episodes, being excited to start watching it. Yes. So you did. This was the young adult show. 
It Yes, but it is edgy for a young adult show. So, okay, here's the thing. I mentioned it a few weeks ago because I was excited for it to come out. And from what I'd read, it was like, you know, it's filmed in North Carolina and set on like on the actual Outer Banks. And so that was like reminiscent of One Tree Hill because it was filmed in North Carolina. So that's what everybody's been comparing it to. Loved One Tree Hill, one of my favorite shows. So I mentioned it. And then before I've even had a chance to watch it, a ton of YFTers have messaged me and tweeted at me saying that they've been watching it and they're obsessed. Like everyone's loving it. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like I got to finish my other shit so I can get on Outer Banks so I can catch up to the listeners. So I watched episode one, one night and I just could, I had a hard time. It just wasn't getting me. And I was like, man, I'm just, everyone's been raving about this show. Like I'm, I'm a little disappointed. So I watched the first episode and I was kind of like, meh, and moved on and watched something else. And then once I finished the other thing I was watching, I went back to it and forced myself to get through the first two episodes. Once you get through episode one and on to episode two, it is like on like Donkey Kong. I'm sure the pilot, you know, some of the pilots are just like meh yeah. because there's like no money and they're just trying to see if the show will get picked up. And then it gets like way better. See, episode two, that's Outer Banks. So loved it. It's YA because like the kids are in high school, you know, like they're like high school age, like going into college. So they're really young, but they're on this like treasure hunt basically. But there's this whole backstory about like one of the kids' dads went missing and no one knows if he's dead or alive because he was hunting this like gold off the ship. And, and then there's like murder happens and there's like people after all these kids and people get shot and killed and there's drug dealers and there's all this crazy shit going on. It's fantastic and then season one ends fantastically because it's not like so much of a cliffhanger that you're like how am I ever gonna wait till season two but it's just enough where they leave it so open-ended that you're like so pumped for season two okay so can you give me like a quick cliffs notes version of what the fuck this show is about <laughs> okay well i don't want to give anything away because there are kind of a lot of twists and turns but basically the main character is john b that's his name he's like the cute one that everyone's like oh my god john b is so hot fun fact hannah b's yes. brother oh possibly yeah they do kind of look alike, actually. Um, and so he is – his dad is the one that went missing. Like episode one, you find out like he's kind of living on his own and he's only 17. And the um, – what is it? DCS is like trying to get – put him in foster care and shit. And But he's got this like group of friends. And it reminds – it actually reminds me more of the OC because remember the OC was like the haves and haves nots. Mm-hmm. Like it was like the rich kids for the OC and then it was like um, – What's uh? What was the kid's name that was from Ryan? Ryan, thank you. And it was like Ryan and whatever. And so it was like this mix of worlds. And that's kind of what this is. So there's like these four kids that are from like the poor side of town, and they're called the Pogues. And then I forget what the rich kids are called. Anyway, there's like the and then the rich kids are called something. And it's like different sides of the island or whatever. And like they're total total rivals, and they like beat each other up. It's like pretty violent, actually. All right, YFTers, I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love 
bowl and branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Anyway, so John B. Okay, hold on. Time out. To- so this is the outsiders, the greasers, and the sauces. Similar. Okay, got it. Go. Yeah. Just appreciation post real quick for how great a novel The Outsiders was. And phenomenal movie, by the way. Great film. Oh, yeah. Kooks and Pogues. There we go. Okay. I mean, that's straight up Sashes and Greasers. It is actually really similar now that you think about it. (laughs) The Kooks are the rich kids. So, of course, there's like the group of Pogues. There's like one girl that's in the group of Pogues that's technically a kook. Like she definitely – like her money – her family has money and like she's well off. But she like doesn't identify with the rich kids because she's a surfer and she's a cool chick. So she hangs with the boys that are the Pogues. So that's Cherry. Got it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then, and then of course, like a few episodes in, one of the rich girls, you know, falls in love with John B or whatever, and like wants to come over to the dark side. And so, like, it's just like all this like back and forth and this mix, and there's everybody's arrival and whatever. But the whole thing is that John B is a trying to figure out what happened to his dad because he doesn't he doesn't really believe like that he just disappeared. You know what I mean? He's like, there's more to the story. And then while trying to figure out more about his dad, he finds out about this gold that his dad was trying to find, and it actually is like. They, I don't know, if, I don't, not a big history buff, but it sounds like some legit, like historical, like such so and so, like migrated from uh, Great Britain, and there was a shipwreck, and there's a bunch of British gold, and he, this, he like bought a bunch of slaves and set them free, and it's like all this stuff, but everyone's trying to find this like four hundred million dollars worth of gold, and these kids like find a shipwreck, and then it's like a treasure hunt. They like, keep finding clues to like lead them to the gold, but then like all these other people are after it too, and that's where the whole like. Uh, people get shot and shit comes in play. It's really good. Okay, so John B is pony pony boy. Yeah. Stay gold, pony boy. What? Also, <laughs> the outsiders and the Goonies fucked and made the Outer Banks. Yes. Cool. But also, like, um, there there was some DNA from the OC in there. I think. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 All right. That actually sounds pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. It is good. It yeah. really is. And I was just surprised it crime and murder aspect in it for it being like a young kid show you know what i mean yeah all right i'm down speaking of john b to hannah b to the bachelorette to claire crowley to throwing shade at tyler cameron's friend who is going to be on the show what are your initial mm-hmm. thoughts about that i haven't read i've like seen the clickbait but i haven't actually like clicked on anything to really go go into details about it but i'm like good for claire okay so Tell him, Claire. I weirdly, like, love this already. Actually, not not weirdly. This is why I live for this. Like, it's already good. The quick synopsis of what the fuck is happening. On the upcoming season of The Bachelorette, featuring Claire Crowley, um, Tyler Cameron's good friend, whose name I can't remember. He's, like, part of the quarantine crew, and he is going to be on, he was supposed to be on the new season of The Bachelorette. 
I guess him and Tyler do this thing called ABC Food Tours, which I think is some sort of like charitable thing to like give food to people. I don't know. So in the quarantine, he's been hanging out with Tyler a lot. So I'm sure his engagement has been going through the roof on Instagram. Sure, he's got a lot of followers. He probably had a lot of followers beforehand. But I guess he's been going and doing a bunch of interviews for his ABC tour thing. I don't really know. And maybe also being on the going to be on The Bachelorette. And he has started a cameo account. So here's the rub. Claire sent out a tweet being like, hey, listen, if you are doing interviews and starting your own cameo account before the season starts, maybe you're not there for the right reasons. I'm paraphrasing, but something like that. To which mm-hmm. he came back with like, Hey, just so you guys know, this is for charity. The Cameo account is to raise money for this thing and yada, yada, yada. And then she said, you've been selected to do a really cool thing. Respect the process. And so, like, that's the whole thing. He's got a little bit of a leg to stand on because it is for charity. But also, Mm -hmm. but also, like, she's got a leg to stand on to being like, you got to fucking, I I don't even have a fucking Cameo account, dude. I've been on seven of these goddamn shows, you know? So she's got, she's got a leg to stand on here. And also, Mm -hmm. of course, you kind of want to look good. Because America's about to, like, just jump into your DMs and and at mentions and come at you hard, you know? So you want to look good. So I don't know. I'm just, they're both right. They're both wrong. And I'm here for it. I mean, he's definitely going to be part of the cast. You've already got a baked-in storyline. It's already there. I know. That's what I'm saying. The producers are definitely going to still let him go. For sure, bro. I want to see how this thing unfolds. You love the drama. I'm here for it, bro. I got another show for you. Okay, give it to me. Have you seen? It's a new Apple Plus series called Defending Jacob. Have you seen it? No. Is that the show where the guy's in jail already and he's a, he's like trying to defend himself? No. Okay. He's like actually like one of my celeb crushes. Chris Evans is in this, one of the Chris's. Yep. Do you know which one he is? Chris, yeah, Chris Evans is Captain America. That is right. I hung out with Chris before. Really nice guy. You have? Yeah, I hung out with him at the Oscar party last year. Oh, shit. He's super hot. And he's good-looking in person. And he's not short. Mm. <laughs> Usually I'm the tallest guy in the room there. And uh, he was much taller than me. And very nice to me. Anyways, continue on. Super hot. Anyway, Apple Plus series. So this show, I've been seeing previews for it for a few weeks, and I've been so excited about it. It's based off of a book that came out in 2012. So, like, that's exciting because usually when things are adapted from a book, I, like, really like it. However, this show, from what I've read online, has horrible reviews, which I don't understand because so far I'm freaking loving it. And I don't know why, but so it came out last Friday – this past Friday, and for whatever reason, on like the day it came out, they put out three episodes, but now they're, they're only putting out one episode every Friday afterwards, so I don't know why they put out three at once. It's kind of weird, um, but it's really, really great. So Chris Evans plays uh, a district attorney, and he's like, I, it seems like they're in like this small town in Massachusetts or something, and he like everyone knows him. Like He's like the best. He's like the man at the... Uh, at the firm and everything. And like, he, he's just like beloved, you know, DA. And so there, the, the series opens and it reminds me a little bit of the outsider because it opens with like the murder of a child. Like there's like a kid found in the park dead or whatever. Ooh. And Chris Evans is like on this case in episode. In, before, I don't want to ruin anything, but it, this is the whole premise of the show. Like when you, before you even get to episode two, I'm pretty sure 
they're like, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. There's no leads. There's no suspects really. And then all of a sudden people start asking, they start interviewing kids at the school and start asking questions. And, and a couple of kids are like, you need to talk to your son about this because like his son is the same age and goes to the same school as the kid that was found dead in the park. And so then there's like all this suspicion about his kid. And like, before you even know what's going on, all of a sudden his kid is the main suspect in this murder case and the tables have turned. They take him off the case. They throw the kid in jail and it's like all hell's broken loose. Ooh, It's super good. Okay, and that's on Disney Plus. Apple Plus. Apple Plus. There's too many things. Apple TV Plus. Apple TV. Um, and then the girl that's in it, Michelle Dockery. Do you know what she was in? She was in um, Downtown Abbey. That's what she was in. Downtown Abbey, but thanks. No, there's no W. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one. Well, British people don't pronounce the W, so it's Downtown Abbey. Okay, whatever. Uh, Never seen it. No, I, I'm fucking with you. It's Downtown Abbey. Uh, um. Anyway, yeah. obsessed with it. Don't know why the reviews are so bad. Maybe we'll find out as the show goes on, but I'm loving it. All right. She's loving it. Dude. Dude. I went down a long and lonesome road. 90 Enjoy. day fiance before the 90 days. Why? So good. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Here's a, it's a love hate relationship I've got with 90 day fiance before the 90 days. They have managed to take these like five crazy stories and and dra- drag them out into mm-hmm. like seven million episodes where literally you could show up in the middle of the season and you are totally caught up because they just keep playing old shit. And like it just, it just takes forever to get there's this one older black lady who's definitely getting catfished and she's like i just don't understand (laughs) he deleted his instagram account where did it go and then like three episodes later it's like so what's going on with you and um and the and the and williams i don't understand he deleted his instagram account it's like yeah fucking lady i know this happened three episodes ago but there's so much good in this there's this one guy who is like dating a Russian lady online and he goes to Russia and he's from Knoxville, Tennessee. She's obviously like talking to like other Americans because girl wants to get out of Russia because scary. <laughs> he's like so put out that like he, he finds out in the middle of it that like she's been talking to other dudes from America and he like loses his mind. But he has a secret too. He used to sell drugs and has been in prison before. <laughs> And she's like, wait, what? I've just been talking to a couple guys on Facebook when you went into fucking prison. Best part, he's got some nip tattoos and like real weird nip tattoos. I don't even know if any nip tattoos are normal, but these nip tattoos, bro, what the fuck? He's also got a centipede tattoo on his arm. And I'm pretty sure the gaydar's going off a little bit with this guy for me. But anyways... That's the most normal one, okay? Oh, my favorite part, she's like, he's like confronting her about talking to like other guys and like using him to get to America. And she's like, in Russia, we have fairy tale about a hunter shooting frog. And he goes and he finds frog and the frog, he kisses frog and she turned into a princess and I am frog. (laughs) This accent of yours is horrid. (laughs) Horrid. The princess is the P story, but in Russia, Hunter kills frog with arrow. It is so funny. 
So then there's this guy that lives in Nigeria. Uh, he's a young rapper, and apparently he's quite famous in Nigeria. Guess what he goes by? Soja Boy. Dude, there's already a Soja Boy. You can't be Soja Boy like not Nigeria Soja Boy. Just be something different. And he's like, in Niger like so he's been talking to this much older white woman who's just like, Every angry person, every angry person you'd see at Buffalo Wild Wings who is like also in a motorcycle gang. Okay. I tried to paint a picture as best I could there. Someone you'd see in Florida at Buffalo Wild Wings that like rides in the back of someone else's motorcycle. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can see her Got right it. now. And she's oh, like, yeah. she's like 54. He's like 25. <laughs> and so he's like, she fucking flies in, dude. And, uh, <laughs> Because their English is their second language, like them trying to explain what they're feeling, it's like really hard for like nuance and subtlety. And he's like, they're like, so what do you think of her? Like first impressions. She is much more round than I thought she was going to be. <laughs> she's got more fat in the middle. She's like, don't. Ew, it's so, like, I mean, like she's. She's fucking fat. I don't know, dude. She's so controlling. And like, he's a celebrity in Nigeria and they go to like his album release party and she's so controlling and mean and they have to get the consent from the mother to, to marry him. And so she has to go buy a fucking goat, dude. And she goes to a goat farm and gets a goat to like convince the mom. And the mom's like, no, dude, not going to happen. So there's that story, which is amazing. And then my favorite, it's the one that you've been seeing all the memes of. It's kind of like a bigger guy with like really kind of like long black hair. His name's Big Ed. And he's been mm. dating this girl from, I think she's from the Philippines. And she's just so poor. And he's 4'11". And she's just like so not attracted to him. But she actually wants to get out of where she lives in the Philippines. And they make Big, Big Ed is just like, I need aircon. I need aircon. Get me the fuck out of here. It's so hot. And they has to he has to go to her like hometown and go sleep. And she's like, I mean, she's like very poor. He has to like shower in a bucket with the dad and like sleep on the floor during this rainstorm. And they have to go like to the dad's work when he works at a at a pig farm. Ask if it's okay if he takes her on this vacation. It is so, oh, and she doesn't shave her legs. Personal hygiene is like a huge thing over there because like they're just living on the floor, dude. Fucking world's different. And he like, <laughs> she makes her shave her legs, which I'm sure she's like never done. <laughs> He's like, rubs her legs. He's like, ooh, so smooth. <laughs> Ew. Oh, dude. 90 day fiance over the 90 days. You, you gotta, love it? Dude, you got to get in on it, man. I don't know. I'm telling you, bro. Here's the problem, though. You can jump in on episode 19, and you'll you'll be totally caught up. Last week on 90 Day Fiance, I can't believe it. The Williams deleted his Instagram. We know that! <laughs> Anyways, what do you got? I feel like we need to get my brother Brazen on because he loves 90 Day Fiance. Weird. So did you finish Too Hot to Handle? Of course I finished Too Hot to Handle. So good, right? So bad. It's so good. Who's your favorite person on Too Hot to Handle? Oh my gosh. They're all such trade wrecks. I just don't know. I mean, my favorite guy is Kells because pot A and B. He just like kills me with this whole account shit. He seems like he he's a, he's a character from a Guy Ritchie film. Like I'm I'm surprised he's not in Snatch or like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking <laughs> Barrels. 
Yeah, he, it just kills me. Like when they first started labeling him as the accountant, I thought that like the like the producers had done that or something. Like I thought that was some game they're playing. No, no, it seems Kells has dubbed himself the accountant and speaks in third person, calling himself the accountant. Yeah. It's insane. As far as girls go, I love Chloe just because she's such a big personality. I love how bubbly she is. And like she like makes light of her own stupidity, which I really, really like about her. Yeah, she's self-aware. <laughs> yeah, but like it's it's just so like she's funny, though, when she talks about it. Yeah. I don't know. I just love her so much. I don't understand. Oh, I say this not be mean. You don't understand how a guy like Harry pulls down someone like Francesca. Yeah. Like Harry to me, it's like the girl is blinded by the accent and the height. Mm -hmm. Both those things will like really blind a gal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it, is he hot? He's tall. Yeah. But is he hot? Yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's tall. Okay, but yeah, is he hot? And he's got an accent. <laughs> yeah, he's got an accent. What did you guys talk about? I don't know. He's tall. <laughs> totally. It's totally what it is. A thousand percent. Well, so good news um, that next week we are going to have Chloe on the show. I'm so pumped, actually. Yeah. I need, there's, I've, I need to like actually prepare and write down all the questions I have or I'm going to be so scatterbrained because I'm fascinated by this show. Have you heard the uh, the theory on on Lana's name? No. That Lana spelled backwards is anal. <laughs> oh my gosh! Is that a theory or is that a Wells Adams original? <laughs> no, I don't think it's a. I just saw it on Twitter. It might be an Alon Gale original. Oh God! Honestly, like all the the creators of the show deserve oh, a pat on the back for making such a great show for such a little money oh yeah no host no nothing they probably paid that narrator like a few hundred bucks i think that's narrate. the same narrator from the circle oh yeah somebody else said that yeah somebody did say that so i don't know like that's the only person they probably didn't pay those contestants shit it's like the bachelor they don't get paid probably don't get paid at all yeah it's, it's you you could win they won seventy five hundred dollars yeah. or whatever it was yeah which is a joke yeah but other than that, like, they just got through this so cheap. Do you know where they filmed it? I don't. Chance? I don't. I was curious about that. Yeah, I got a lot of Chloe. I got a lot of questions for Chloe. And same. I want to see if there's a way that we can get her to come to paradise. Because I feel like there's just no more rules anymore. You know? I know. That would be epic. Yeah. She'd be so good on that show. She really would. What are your thoughts on this rumor? You know, there's all this speculation going around about who the next Bachelor is going to be. Yeah. Because they can't, like, I the, I agree, I see the po viewpoint of, like, they can't pick somebody from Claire's season because then when they start filming The Bachelor and Claire's season is still airing, it's going to ruin, you're going to know that person go very far, whatever, you know what I mean? I guess I saw that, like, old Peter Krause was a part of the conversation. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either. I mean, old faithful Ben Higgins is engaged now, so he's off the table. <laughs> They're probably they were probably bummed about that. They were like, "Man, it's been a perfect opportunity to bring Ben Higgins back." I know. I love Jess, but I'd be down for another season of Ben Higgins. <laughs> I was to see if Ben can like. You know how hard it is to be the Bachelor and not come out looking like an asshole. It's got to be yeah. so hard. I know, and Ben did it. Ben did it. Still beloved. Yeah. Who do you think it's gonna be? I have no idea. I don't. I just don't know what they're gonna do. I almost wish they would just pick somebody that's never been on The Bachelor ever at all. Just can't, someone random. Can't someone do really that. great. It's a big production, you know, balancing on a, on someone that they don't know if they would get nervous sitting on the in the driveway waiting for people to roll up, you know, or would freak mm -hmm. out, you know, halfway it through. It can't get worse than the last season. Let's be real here. 
you have to go through the season so you can learn how to do the show, you know? You, you're the one that said there's no rules anymore. I know. I don't know. I mean, who, who knows? Who would you want? I don't know. Speaking of The Bachelor, did you watch Listen to oh, a Heart Jay last Jay Cutler's night? single. He's getting a divorce. <laughs> I know, man. He'd be a great Bachelor. He's funny as hell. Is he? He's seen uh, the Cavallari show. What's it called? Yeah, he just seems um, like disinterested in everything. That's what's so freaking funny, though. His one-liners are like, zing, yeah. hilarious. He kills me. I know. I saw that the the tea is that there was infidelity or something like that. Wouldn't shock me. Who do you think did it? Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked by either one of them. I, I know. They're both so hot. I get it. You yeah, know? that's the thing. Like, probably both of them. I don't know. <laughs> what if they both came home next morning being like, did you? Did you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> Oh, Wait, Lord. speaking of The Bachelor, did you watch Listen to a Heart last night? I did. Uh, I, I missed the first seven minutes. And when I turned it on, I felt like I had missed a lot. What did I miss in the first seven? Well, Harrison comes in and he's like, if you're not in a serious relationship, get the fuck out. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> so, like, everyone leaves, basically. Uh, I mean, like the whole storyline last night was about Julia being upset at Savannah her seeming fake because <laughs> once Savannah and Brandon kind of like solidified their relationship, they got all lovey dovey, but it just seems like Julia is just jealous that Savannah got Brandon and it's just so cringy. Mm -hmm. I'm amazed that she doesn't have the foresight to be like, this is going to look so shitty. Cause she's calling, she's calling someone out for doing something that she, she's just projecting mm -hmm. all that shit. I just feel so bad for Sheridan. He just seems so precious. He's going to come out of this looking roses. Oh, totally. They should make him the bachelor. He's cute. Maybe that Ryan kid. I could see him being the bachelor. He's good looking. He's so young. Yeah. I don't know. He's cute though. And very talented. He just sounds like John Mayer, dude. Love John Mayer. I know. My favorite thing is that Julia and someone else, Rudy or something, they always like gossip by the water cooler. Like they're in Do they? at the office, you know? <laughs> yeah. I guess my favorite thing about last night's episode is that Jason Mraz still wears that fucking fedora. <laughs> like he's like, he, he was like. That's what you took away from that? Yeah. He was like in 1992, he was like, you know what? I'm pop committed to this fedora. And then he has not taken it off since. My favorite thing is how miserable Kesha looked to be there. She just seemed baked as fuck. Yeah, but she I just felt like she was like, why did I agree to this? Like, get me out of here. Yeah. I so know. funny. Out of all the performances, which was your favorite? I don't even know. It's like this weird thing. It's like, what's more important, being good or like being in a relationship? I know. I, I, I know. I'm just confused as like to how you win this thing. Well, I just didn't understand why... Trevor and Jamie's performance got so much like love and attention because I thought it was shit. But I loved, 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 loved Rudy and Matt's performance. I thought it was so good. I think she is in her voice is insane. Yeah. And I feel like they do have like for how freaking whack their relationship started episode one, like they do have a really interesting chemistry. Mm -hmm. And I really like that Matt. The first thing he said was, she's amazing, and, like, just being up here with her made me sound better. Like, I really liked that. I thought that was super cool that he said that because, like, he doesn't sound bad. He's got, a, he's got a good voice. She's just amazing, and he did a really good job of just, like, letting her shine in that, but also, like, holding his own. Yeah. Big Matt guy. You big Matt guy? Yeah, I like Matt. I'll tell you what, Matt, we got to fucking fix that fade, bro. I don't know what's happening there, <laughs> but it is not happening for me. 
Oh, Lord. I like Ryan a lot. Just one day, Ryan, can you comb your hair? Every day is bedhead for that kid. Oh, but it works for him. The bedhead look is working for little Ryan. Yeah. Oh, Ryan's not that young. He's 28. Yeah, he, he, could, be the bad, he could be the bachelor. He could totally be the bachelor. Actually, I don't know, I don't though. Think... He's kind of boring, though. Yeah, I agree. But then um, again, you got Pete. He's kind of boring. Yeah, he was boring. Ari was really boring. Yeah, so he... maybe... Maybe it could work. Yeah. Um, I love Ryan. I'm here for Ryan. I think he's so talented. I, but I, I still just like, can't get down with the him and Natasha thing. But she also sounded great last night. That was really so. funny where Jason Mraz was like, she's really good. You're okay. Yeah, I know. She's a shooting star. You might be left behind. She's really great. Which You fucking okay. suck. <laughs> Which I disagree with. Because it's one thing to have a great voice. Everyone and their freaking mom and, and this, on this earth these days has a great voice. But like Ryan to me is whole package. He has the look. He has the voice. He can play music. He, he's a, he writes. Like to me, like he's more star material than her because I feel like she's a bit of a dime a dozen. Whereas he is like, like isn't Ashley Iaconetti freaking out over him? Like that's exa his exact demographic. Oh, I don't know. But yeah. All right, well, do you have anything else on listen to our thoughts? Nah, that was it. Yeah. I'm into it, though. You know, it's got it's got me hooked. I mean, yeah, it's it's curbing my, you know, like, need for Bachelor drama, yeah, I guess. Your insatiable desire to watch Bachelor shit. Yeah. Let's take a break, and then let's call Lexi from... A cheer, bro. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Brandi, I got to tell you, I've been hanging out on the couch a whole lot recently, and I have been uh, biding my time on said couch with my new favorite game, Best Fiends. Have you downloaded it yet? I have downloaded it, but, you know, I don't have as much free time as you, so I don't think I'm as far along as you are with this game. But let me know. Give me an update. Tell me how it's going. Okay. First of all, what you said, it sounded like an indictment on me being a loser, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, I love it. It's a fun puzzle game that you can take anywhere. So you don't even need to be, uh, you know, hooked up to Wi-Fi. You can play Best Fiends everywhere. It's a fun way to escape from the everyday. And here's the deal, because I've been playing this now for a couple months, and it's gotten more challenging, more fun. I told my siblings about it. Now they're on it. And like the whole Adams family is obsessed with Best Fiends. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every single month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips, and you can even play offline, which is great. No Wi-Fi connection, no problem. With over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Get it. I mean, what else are you doing, really? What else are you doing? Well, Brand. I got to tell you. Okay. I don't think there's any bigger fan of my article sofa than my three dogs. They freaking love that thing. I mean, it's basically their sofa, which is fine. I get it. It's a great looking sofa. Very comfortable. Great price point. I mean, I don't blame them. It's their favorite place to lay in the entire house. My dogs are not allowed on my article <gasps> furniture because I love it so much. I don't want them to ruin it. And with the weather being so nice in Los Angeles, we've been using our article chairs around the fire pit. Listen, it sucks being stuck inside, but if you got to be stuck inside, you might as well do it on some article uh, furniture. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online, which we're all doing right now. Article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. I'm telling you guys, if my dogs 
haven't destroyed this couch, then it is made well. They're rough on the couch. Yeah, they got some fair prices too. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada and is free on orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. Article is offering our YFT listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Just go to article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash YFT to get 50 bucks off your first purchase of $100 or more. Yay! Hey! Lexi, how are you? I'm going great. Uh, How are y'all? You know. We're hanging. Yeah, that's all we can do right now. <laughs> On the YFT podcast, we have Lexi from Chair. Yeah! How are you guys? So excited. Brandy, you can confirm this. Lexi, you are my favorite person on that show. Oh, no way. Thank you so he, much. He did say that as soon as he watched it right away. He was like, my fave, Lexi. Well, thank you so much for watching the show. I watched it first. I used to cheer back in the day with my sisters, my uh, Miley, Noah, and I all three cheered. And I didn't do like I did zero like school cheering. I didn't cheer for any mm-hmm. sports teams. I only did competition cheer. Yes. Same with Miley. That's um, so I, I really, yeah, I really felt it. Yeah, I did all star cheer up up until college, and then that's when I tried uh, school cheer. I actually was in high school cheer for like two weeks and i hated it and i just quit (laughs) (laughs) once you do like the real deal the competition Mm -hmm. stuff the all-star stuff it's like cheering for a team is just lame exactly it's so fun (laughs) did you have any inkling of how big the show was going to be while you were making it not at all i thought that like maybe only cheerleaders would watch it but then we saw like all of these like big celebrities and then we were getting like people tweeting about us like Ellen or JJ Watt and like just all kinds of like really like like important people and we were like no way that there's other people like that watching our show like we did not expect it to blow up like it did at all and we were all so surprised with all of the feedback we were getting and it was really cool so did you film it like a year ago yes it was last school year whenever we were filming and then the show dropped almost a year later um this past january so you had to wait a while before people even got to see that whole thing yeah and it was like i guess nerve-wracking to like just think of all of what they could have done with all of the footage they had because they filmed for over a year or over the course of a year and then they could only fit so much into like one episode at a time and there was so much stuff that they didn't use but like just like being curious about what parts they're gonna highlight was really like nerve-wracking but whenever we finally got to see like what they'd created like we all thought it they had done an amazing job at capturing like what we really do and everything that we are what did they not include that they should have really highlighted like all of the injuries and like the biggest like parts of the drama side of things and you know they don't always like film like both sides of the story like say if someone was like in a little cat fight or like they usually just put like the highlights of like the highest intensity of drama they don't like always put like the way things like got better and like they didn't put a lot of like the safety precautions that we like take so that people don't get hurt 
because they're probably just thinking we're out here throwing crazy stuff left and right. But like we have to, you know, practice enough to get to that point to where we actually are comfortable, like throwing the hard skills because we take like baby steps and then we always make sure people are around spotting. And also, okay, this was just a funny moment that I thought would have been funny if it put it if they put it in. It was um we had this team barbecue at um this park and we were playing with a volleyball and the volleyball flew into the lake and one of the guys on the team like stripped down and like jumped into the lake like he was swimming with ducks and everything to get this stupid ball and i just thought like dang like that was some funny content like oh (laughs) (laughs) my biggest question is what type of vape juice are you using over there um i usually like the uh berry flavors okay one thing that they did to me that i didn't really like appreciate too much was like yeah i vape but but they made me look like i vape like hardcore and they really like just got all of the clips they had of me vaping and put them all in the show i'm like wow like i did not expect that to like make to make me look like such a vape god when I'm not. But, um, there was times where I would just be like chilling, doing my homework, and they would be like, can you hit the vape one more time? And I'd be like, what? <laughs> and the funny thing is, we're not even allowed to vape in the dorms at the um, at Navarro's campus. They have a zero like smoking policy. And um, I kind of got crap for it whenever I went back um this past year and uh, there was a housing lady that was like giving me my keys and everything for the dorm and she was like yeah by the way i saw the show and i saw you were vaping inside <laughs> and i was like oh no and she's like yeah you can't do that and i'm like okay <laughs> oh i'd have been like lady do you know who the hell i am i'm lexi from cheer bitch all right i can do tumble like, routines can, like, that guys can't like even this. do i just get to break <laughs> I wish I didn't know that, actually. I wish, because my favorite thing about you was it just seemed like you didn't give a fuck ever. You were, like, ripping the vape. People were like, <laughs> what was the spot in the 1997 uh, championship Navarro team? And you're like, I don't give a fuck. I don't know who did that then. I know, right? <laughs> I did not care to learn that history. And trust me, I got a lot of shit for it. Um, because it's like a Navarro, like... Um, it's a Navarro thing to have to learn the history from the teams before us because you have to, like, know where Navarro was before you came. And it's, like, a huge thing that they do there. And they will, like, get on your ass if you don't know the stupid history. And that's where, like, a lot of people had a lot of issues with me at first because I was like, okay, who gives a damn? Like, we're going to win anyways. Like, <laughs> but it was a learning process, I guess, for them in a way because – then I, I was, like, the only one that, like, wasn't, like, bending over backwards to learn the history. But eventually, like, we all, like, got along. Whenever, like, they realized, like, okay, like, no other girls have ever come to this program that can do the tumbling that Lexi can do. And I'm not even trying to be cocky at all when I say that. But, like, facts are facts. And, like, I always, like, had tumbling that had never been seen, like, by Navarro, like, especially in the female, like, section. So, like, it, like, didn't really matter too much for me to learn about, like, the other ones because I was the one making the history, I guess. Yeah. When the show ends, your story is is kind of left up in the air. Can you fill in the gaps between then and now? 
Yeah, so um, at the end of the show, like, I didn't really like the way they had betrayed my life to go on. Because they made it seem like after I got in trouble that I was just going back into a screw up and that I was only partying and everything. And like, honestly, the festival scene that they got me like at was not after Daytona. That happened months before Daytona. But they put it at the end so that it would look like after I messed up, all I was doing was like partying and stuff. And um, I actually stayed in school. I just didn't go back to Navarro. I went to another college called Blinn College for one semester. And then after that first semester, I came back to Navarro for the second semester. But yeah, they like made me kind of look like a screw up at the end. I mean, it's for the dramatic effect. I get it. But I definitely was like still like going to school and like getting my shit together. So is there a did you get to go to to Daytona again this year or like is that like season two of cheer that I get to watch like what's happening we're not really like allowed to talk about okay. season two right now but so there is a season two or nothing. there I, I can't say yet uh. but um <laughs> keep your keep your eyes peeled that's all I'm gonna say Daytona was canceled so yeah we don't we don't have a cheer team right now after we found out Daytona was canceled like, it was really emotional because we worked so hard day after day. And then we don't even get to go to Daytona. But um, next year, for sure, is um, going to be the year. <laughs> so the show's called uh, Your Favorite Thing Podcast. We basically just talk about what our favorite things are. And it generally is like t- TV shows we're watching or books we're reading or music that we're listening to. And obviously, your show was one of our favorite things for... <laughs> yeah. Your guys' show filled up a couple episodes for us. So now we want to know, mm-hmm. what is some of your favorite things right now, Lexi? It's kind of hard to choose a favorite show. I haven't really been able to watch any new shows until Corona happens. So now like, I have more free time. This one is actually one that I watched a while ago. They just dropped a season two, and I have to watch it. But it's Altered Carbon. Have y'all ever watched that? I've seen the preview for it. It is so good. Like, I love it. It's a great storyline. Like, it just looks visually really, like, professional. It's awesome. It's really trippy. Like, it's really cool. And um, it's action-packed, and I love I love shit like that. I love Rick and Morty. I watched, like, a couple episodes of Tiger King. It was pretty interesting. <laughs> what kind of music are you into, Lexi? Oh, my gosh. I love EDM. I probably listen to EDM the most. I love EDM because there's just so many different, like, sides of EDM. Who's, like, your favorite EDM artist? Like, what's your go-to to listen to? At the moment, uh, ba- my top three is Bass Nectar, Caspo, and Kayvon. But that's really a hard one because there's so many DJs that, like, I'm obsessed with. I do love some Bass Nectar, yeah. i got to be honest. Who was your favorite person on the show? I definitely love Gabby to death. I love Ladarius. He was my big and cheer. Jade and Summer were my sweet mates. And so we all lived together. So they were the coolest, too. So we were all good friends. Probably the person I hung out with the most was Zach. He's not really featured too much in the show, but he's he's a really fun person. Who would you say got the best edit on the show and who got the worst edit? Like edit as in what sense? A lot of times people go on reality shows and they'll say, I got a really bad edit. They made me look really bad. Or Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Gabby's parents probably got it the worst out of everyone. I actually know her parents and they're really nice people. Like, yeah, they like they they do like do a lot for her. Like they're like really involved with her. 
but they didn't like they didn't highlight any of like the good moments whatsoever like they do a lot for gabby and like gabby wouldn't be where she was without her parents but they like depicted them to look like crazy hollywood parents like that's what they made them look like but they're actually like really nice people and you did you ask who got the best at it yeah um i feel like morgan got a real good at it yeah, she did get a real good edit, and so did Jerry. Jerry probably has the best one. Yeah? The way he is in the show is the way he is in real life. Like, he's just a sweetheart all the time, and we all love him. He's like our teddy bear of the team. All right, Brandy, you have any other questions? I don't think so. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the show. You rock. I mean, like I said, you're my favorite on the show. You're even more wonderful in person, and we may or may not be really excited about season two of cheer uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for having me guys yeah thanks lexi y'all have a great rest of your quarantine you too you too bye she's the cutest yeah i liked hearing her thoughts on edits you know mm-hmm, for she, sure because she's not coming she's really not from the reality tv world like i asked a question she didn't really know what i was talking about but then she was like oh i okay. know uh yeah let me answer that question producers are dirty and you have that's that's the other thing about doing enough shows to know when like you're being manipulated for a reason i can totally see like doing season one of something and being like they keep on asking me to to vape dude what's that about and then by season three i'd be like fuck you todd stop (laughs) trying to get me to look Mm -hmm. like an asshole on tv you know Totally. It's like that live and learn stuff. They definitely made made her seem very like low energy, I felt like, on the show. For sure. Whereas here she was very high energy. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. But I wonder if that's just like a derivative of they make these kids go to school and then afterwards they got to go fucking tumble around for four hours and then they go interview them and they're just like, dude, what do you want to know? You know? That's what I was thinking is like the pressure she's probably under at that time when they were filming and getting ready for Daytona and all that I was she was probably so stressed and overwhelmed and has so much going on. Like she just seems so much lighter right now because it's like we're in quarantine and nothing's like yeah. nothing serious happening. <laughs> so she was super sweet, though. Yeah, I liked having her on before in the show. Do you have any Muzaks? I do have some Muzaks. What do you got, girl? OK, um, I had a couple, but OK, so. You know, just kind of came up on the anniversary of Stagecoach. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's posting their Stagecoach throwbacks or whatnot. And to me, like, Stagecoach was just, like, the beginning of the epic trajectory of Old Town Road. Like, when we were at Stagecoach oh, last yeah. year, it was their first performance. And it, there was just, like, so much hype around it. And it was the most epic thing ever. I even posted a throwback video of it. So here we are a year later. And I feel like we may have found our new Lil Nas X. Oh, what is it? He at least he's like he's like definitely trying to get on that path. Mm-hmm. So this kid named Breland, have you ever heard of him? No. Okay, he's got a song out with my good friend Sam Hunt featured on the track, and it's called My Truck, and I'm into it. Into it. Wait, there's a country song called My Truck? Yeah, but he's like Lil Nas X. He's like not country country. All he's right. like hip hop country. And like if you listen to the very end, he does this like run, like kids got some pipes. All right. You can sing. Let's do it. You can drink my liquor. You can call my lady. You can take my money. You can smoke my blood. 
scuff these Jordans. You can say you hate me, you can call me crazy, but don't touch my truck. Oh my god. <laughs> How good is it? Um, it's so good. That's amazing. I know. I'm obsessed. All right. And by the way, to all the YFT ears out there, because we had that one YFT playlist and then everyone started putting shit in, I could never find my stuff. So I, I'm starting a new, a new one just called YFT. If you follow me on Spotify, I'm at Wells Adams because it's, it got way too, there was like one guy who was putting so much shit in there that you couldn't find anything. Why don't you make it so that other people can't add and then it's just the YFT playlist? That's what that's what I'm saying is happening. Oh, okay. Do you know about Mount Joy? No. Uh, they got a new record out. And I like this song called My Vibe. And it's funny because I've I've known about this band for a while. Like they show up in in like my playlist a lot, but I've been seeing a lot of DMs, people being like, You should play Mount Joy. And it's like, oh yeah. Totally. Anyways, Mount Joy, it's it's very much, uh, it's very indie. It is very indie. But, you know, I dig it. All right. 100 episodes. 100th episode. Come and gone. One of my favorite things is the fact that people out there actually like this fucking show. So mm-hmm. you guys are my favorite things. Thank you for listening to this show. We both do so many different things. And I, I always, I, I'm being so real when I say like, the YFT show is one of my favorite things I get to do. I really do enjoy it. Mm. And I and it I enjoy it even so much more like when people hit me up and message me and tell me how much they love listening to the show. That yeah. just really warms my heart, guys. All right. Well, hopefully um, we'll have 100 more episodes. Whew, that'd be great. I don't know. That's saying that the world doesn't end within the next two years. Yeah. So let's Whew. just, you know, pause, glass half full this fucker, you know? All right, well, have fun over there. Sounds good. Be safe. See you next week on episode 101. 101. Love ya. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.